0: Hey, hi, hello, howdy, partner. Jim, no love for the howdy, partner? I can hear a little bit of a laugh over on the other side of the microphone. Oh it's financial straight talk, second half of the radio show or the podcast version, if you're downloading and subscribing to our podcast. That's the Financial Straight Talk podcast. My name's Jerry Payne. And of course, I'm here with Jim Fox, the father of Financial Dragons, the president and founder of Wadadley Financial Group, and the uh, the chief amigo over here at Financial Straight Talk. Jim, do you know why I said howdy, partner? I Did you watch a Spaghetti Western this weekend? Uh, I mean, cl- close, wh- but no cigar. I'm wearing my I'm Your Huckleberry t-shirt that I got recently. So shout out to Doc Holliday for a little bit of inspiration. But Mr. Fox, how are you? I am doing outstanding. Always love the podcast, man. Always fun. Uh, I love, love, love that we are building this thing from the ground up, man. So it's a lot of fun. That's right. And we're continuing our series this week on building a better financial you in 2021. We've talked about knowing exactly where you are and ways to free up additional money. And, Jim, now we move on to becoming a wise steward of your money. So I've got to imagine that this lesson comes from some personal experience. So let's start there. Jim, when did you realize that you needed to become a wiser, let's say, because you weren't ever dumb, but uh, a wiser steward of your money?
1: Well, I appreciate the kind words, but, man, (laughs) let me tell you something. Lord, was I dumb, okay? Let's just get there. And I don't have the luxury Of sitting here on my high horse and say, Well, you know, I didn't know better, so I made mistakes, right? I made really bad decisions even early into my career in the financial services industry i knew what was going on and i still fell victim to a lot of the traps that are out there so that's what made me realize that i don't care who you are you could have a phd in mathematics and be the smartest guy in the world and you're still going to get sucked into the debt trap or you're still going to make some poor financial decisions
0: well jim let's get personal with it what what is your weakness i've got to know is it is it watches is it i I remember a story about a range rover at one point
1: So to be quite honest with you, my weakness, and this is keeping it 100% real, very personal, is I was a poor kid who grew up not really knowing he was poor, and when I got into this industry... I was surrounded by people that believed in the fake it till you make it kind of thing, right? Mm. And that's what I heard day in and day out. They say that in radio too. <laughs> yeah, and success was determined by the clothes you wore, the cars you drove, the homes you lived in, the watches that were on your wrist, those kind of things. So I fell victim Of the fake it till you make it or keeping up with the Joneses. Mm. And I started buying things, really dumb things like, you know, $10,000 watches and $100,000 cars. Mind you, I didn't pay for these things up front. I was financing everything. What was the payment? What was this? And you know what? It took the 2008 crash to really wake me up. And Jerry, if you go from making multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars one year to making 40 the next, you wake (laughs) up. You know, we talk about good debt and bad debt, and I say they all look the same when you can't make the payment. I don't say that out of some kind of, you know, look at me, I'm a smart. No, I live that story, right? Mm. That Range Rover I personally drove it back to the dealership and handed them the keys because I was an idiot and I had a thousand dollar a month Range Rover payment and a fifteen hundred dollar a month car payment and a thousand dollar a month mortgage payment. Think how stupid that is. My cars cost more <laughs> than my mortgage. So I made all of these dumb mistakes and I did them even knowing what I know. So that's why I'm so passionate about giving people the real deal the financial straight talk because you know what i want people to know that you will make mistakes jerry you and i have went down this path in your own personal world more times than <laughs> i've than i can even imagine and you know what we forgot to, to let everyone know but brett is back and brett is going to be going down the same path that we went down Yeah, Brett, right? share a little gonna...
0: bit of a, about the barrel of the gun you're staring down right now oh yeah you know just paying for a wedding yeah yeah <laughs> Figuring just, it out. Just, just It Just it sounds so simple when you say it that way. Oh, no, it's very stressful. Brett yeah, Barney and, is you know, uh, a stud, and uh, the whites of his eyes are showing right now. As soon as I bring up that wedding, he's, he starts shifting in his seat. And, Jim, people have to find a way to pay for these kinds of things, but yeah. there's also a smart way to set yourself up for a better financial future.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it would be insulting that if I was to – tell you guys i'm going to tell you a secret that you don't already know okay so let's just be completely real from three real guys that have made some really dumb mistakes in their lives some more than others remember Jerry I was $87,000 in credit card debt at one time oh. right I mean and, and I say that can you hear the smile on my face as I say that right he yeah, were there and, was and it was right in 2019 Jerry I eliminated my last debt my mortgage right And it was such an empowering thing but don't think that that came easily I had to deal with tons of idiotic moves that Jim Fox made along the way to get there so what I say to you is not What? me sitting, you know, in the throne of knowledge. I want you to know it is more like the wheelbarrow of wisdom, okay? I have
0: dealt... Yeah, my, my analogies oh, are horrible, man, aren't we they? we make t-shirts, but, we're putting you in the wheelbarrow of wisdom. <laughs> but the point is is that each and every one of us
1: have made mistakes, and I want you to know that. And Jerry, let's go ahead and share with them number oh, one, because it's so profound and so deep that, Jerry, I think we might as well start with the very first one.
0: Of course. The first things first right and my favorite analogy for this is that noah built the ark before the storm came and once he once the storm came he had shelter and he was able to ride it out you want to have that emergency fund jim so when people are talking about building an emergency fund what does that really mean in terms of raw numbers what is the goal that you should aim for well i don't i don't think anybody including the
1: three of us don't already know that we should have an emergency fund, right? right. I mean, money like we, for a rainy day. Like, like, No matter how broke we were, we always go, wow, man, why did I spend all that money on a stereo and now I'm broke, right? Like, like, we've all dealt with that. But understand the, the importance of the emergency fund we all know about, but realize it is inevitable one hundred percent of the time you will need to reach in and access that emergency fund oh yeah and if you don't have the emergency <laughs> fund guess what you use credit card. credit card
0: and, and your wife michelle says it all the time life happens i mean Always. that is the thing whether it's a dishwasher whether it's a washing machine or a dryer jim we talked about my story of i was washing a load of clothes and i got it through with the wash i went to put it in the dryer and oh no The dryer isn't working, so now I've got a load of wet clothes, and what am I going to do?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And,
0: see, it's important to understand
1: that we're building on our last podcast right now, right? So we freed up a little bit of money in our last podcast. We've got a few extra dollars. What are we going to do with those few extra dollars maybe it could be hundreds maybe it could be thousands of dollars a year but we want to become the wise steward of our money very very churchy thing right like Mm. like this is i remember the pastor saying it all those years ago and i never understood it right but you want to take some of that money and you want to start building and i always tell people and there's a guy who loves to get on the radio and on youtube and yell about buy his books and you need baby step number one right and that's accumulate an emergency fund and i don't disagree with that statement at all you need to work like a maniac. You need to save like crazy to get to the first thousand or two thousand dollars. You gotta get there. You gotta get there like your life depends on because it does. That's what you have gotta focus on. Once you get to that couple thousand dollars alright, now you have a little bit of breathing room. The next goal is to get a month's worth of your living expenses. I'm not talking about the Starbucks money, okay? I'm not talking about any of, any of the stuff that we like to do. I'm talking about water, power, insurance, rent, mortgage, car payment, whatever it is, you need to get to one month and eventually you need to build it to three to six months. And Jerry, I want to come back to you and talk about that emergency fund and your world. Oh, because boy. if it wasn't for that emergency fund, I'm willing to bet, knowing what I know about you, you would not have been able to go out and get that Mustang that you've been dying for, oh, for years, right? Oh, absolutely
0: not. No, I mean, that, that Mustang was the uh, culmination of several years worth of hard work. And so, I mean, it's just a Mustang. I I get it that, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I treat it like a Ferrari because I'm a little bit of a crazy person. Absolutely. And see, that's the thing is we got to know we freed up money.
1: We've made all the calls. We've done all the things that we need to do. And we have... $300 a month, we have $500 a month, we have $800, whatever it is, is free every single month now. So what do we want to do? We want to make sure before we put any money towards debt, before we put any money towards retirement, we want to make sure that we accumulate that emergency savings. Once we have got that thousand to two thousand dollars now we can start the slow roll of adding money to it right and we can move on to step number two which jerry and i'm sure even brett knows That this is probably the least fun of anything you could possibly do. That's right. And let us know, Jerry. What's number two?
0: It's paying for your mistakes that you've made, or AKA paying down debt. And Jim, you talked about being a wise steward of your money. This is something I came up with last year. Maybe somebody else has said it before, and it was just rattling around in the back of my head. But there are three types of people in the world. There are smart people, and those are people who learn from their own mistakes. There are wise people. Those are people who learn from other people's mistakes. And then there are dumb people and they just never learn anything. You want to be in that second category as often as possible. So, Jim, what can we learn about paying down debt from your mistakes and my mistakes? And we won't throw Brett too far under the bus, but I'm sure he's uh, made a couple of questionable purchases on a credit card once or twice.
1: And that's what we're going to do. We're going to throw a question out. We're going to test him through this. Okay. Okay. And Mr. Brett, here is question number one for you. And that's you put $3,000 on a credit card. It's at 19% interest, and you make only the minimum payment. How many years do you think it's going to take to pay that off? What would you guess?
0: Too long.
1: Give me a number. You Gotta give me a number. You don't get by with that. What is too long for a 31-year-old? Please, what's too long? I want to get stuff done in a year, but I'm going to guess that would probably,
0: realistically, I think I could do that in three years.
1: No, no, you're you're paying the minimum payment. How long will it take paying the minimum payment? What would you guess? Probably like 25 years. You know what, man? I'm really impressed because normally you hear 15, 17, and those are all pretty long. 25-year seems astronomically long, right? It's actually 29 years, Brett, to pay off 3000 29
0: years, 20. and that's just if you're doing the minimum payment, not putting any more debt yeah. on that card.
1: It's insanity right so like I said the system is a trap it's designed to pull you in so we've got to have a good strategy to pay down that debt again remember we talked about the debt avalanching versus the debt snowball right one is stacking your debt based on the interest rate the other one is stacking your debt based on lowest balance right and paying them off accordingly and it doesn't matter which one you do but what we want you to understand is that we freed up some money we're now putting a little bit of money Into our emergency fund because it has to grow each and every month. Now we've got to find a number to put towards our debt to accelerate the payoff on that debt. A lot of times I tell people it's really important. Yes, you're going to pay the minimum payment on every single loan that you have except for one. And that one debt is going to get all the money. You're going to aggressively pay it off. And when that debt's paid off, guess what's going to happen? All of that money is now going to roll to the next debt into the next debt, into the next debt. Think about that snowball coming down the mountain. It starts small, right? It gets bigger, think of the cartoon snowballs that (laughs) is, right? It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually it's an avalanche. And that's the point, it knocks things out. So you've gotta have a good strategy to pay off your debt. We paid off our house in 13 years, okay? Now we had a 30-year mortgage, And people all the time say, how in God's name did you pay off your house in 13 years? Well, let me help you. It wasn't easy okay? It wasn't easy. We had to have a plan. We got aggressive towards paying off our debt. Jerry, when he first sat down with me, Jerry, I hope it's okay. I share this with our podcast listeners. But when you sat down with me, I mean, dude, you had debt all over the place. You had some credit card. You had the online loan debt thing. You owed a little bit of money to mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And we had to sit down and figure out what order you pay what people, right? We had to figure that out. It wasn't like you're sprinkling a little bit of extra money here and a little bit extra money there. No, we put all of that extra money towards one debt and i will never forget i was actually driving to the office and i'll never forget you call and you said i just want to be on the phone with you when i push this button because we paid off the first card and i loved it because it was empowering to know that you had a win in your corner you finally paid something off and that gave you the excitement to move on to the next one right next one but understand something guys i'm not telling you something you don't already know but Each and every person that wants to be debt free has to make a decision that they're going to become debt free. It doesn't happen by wishing. It doesn't happen by praying. It requires execution. You pray for the strength and the wisdom to actually pay off your debt. I'm okay with. But if you pray and then go about your day as normal, guess what's going to happen? It's still (laughs) going to be there. So you have to have action. And using that little bit of extra money that we freed up in our last podcast, we're going to use a portion of that to develop a debt plan now a lot of people will say to us all the time well maybe I should put all my money on the debt and pay off the debt faster but the question is if it's gonna take you 10 15 years to pay off all the debt that's 10 or 15 years that you may not be saving money and that's why we want to make sure that we talk about step number three because it's equally as important to accumulate
0: wealth as much as it is to pay down your debt that's right and you've got to establish that emergency fund you've got to pay down the debt and Jim then we can get to talking about some of the fun stuff and this does take some patience some deliberateness some uh, action on your part as well because the party's not over when your debt is gone now Now you get to do the fun part of let's start watching those numbers grow. So when we get to that part, that was one of the things that I remember asking you is, okay, now what? Now that I've eliminated this debt, where do I start next?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, Brett, I'm going to pull you in because I I loved your story at the beginning of, of our show. when we before we even started recording it, just if you could share with the audience. Tell us about the stock that was given to you for referring somebody. And tell us that story real quick because I, I love it. And And what it shows is how exciting it is to see a dollar become
0: two. Would you mind sharing that? Oh, it became a lot more than two. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> a nice little referral on Robinhood, which I think probably every 30-year-old is using currently. Maybe not all of us. But, yeah, I referred somebody, got a free stock, and then I turned around and look, and all of a sudden GameStop is just going bananas. So what am I thinking? I'm thinking get out and take the winnings <laughs> off the table. And what did you pull off of that
1: free stock? How how in a day, basically? How did that feel for you? What did you pull off? I pulled off three hundred dollars. <laughs> three hundred dollars. No, no. Honestly, I could hear you when you told me this. I
0: could hear you smiling. Yeah, right? and Jim, you know, when, for guys like us, we always talk about you know if it wasn't for bad luck, we'd never have any at all. I'm just over here looking at Brett like oh, you you just. Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> you just don't even know but you know what here's what's great the opportunity only presents itself because brett allowed it to happen right he did the that's things very he had fair to so what we want to do is we want to think about we want to accumulate wealth and too many financial weenies out there that are on the air you know at offices are like well you know you need to go put it and do that and they're all you know finance weenie talk Here's my thing. We got to find the happy balance of long-term savings, also known as retirement savings, and fun savings. There's nothing fun if Brett was like, "Okay, I'm 31. I've got $300. Great." And 30 years, I can actually use it. That would not be exciting for Brett, okay? But when you have long-term and short-term savings, that short-term savings is the fun stuff. You can go out and do things. So what I tell people all the time is when we look at that freed-up money that we have, we want to kind of spread that into two different categories, sometimes three, but at least two. One's going to be your long-term retirement savings. That's, of course, you're already making sure you get your match. That's already done. So maybe you start a Roth IRA. Maybe you start a traditional IRA if you need to. Most people Roth seem to be a better option for them, but you want to start a little something. Jerry, Brett, I don't know if you know this, but there are companies that will allow you for as little as $25 a month, open
0: up a Roth IRA, right? So there's no excuse not to do it. Well, Jim, I want to jump in here and do one of my very favorite things in the world, and that's spending other people's money. So we're going to take that $300 that Brett just Wiped off of uh, Robin Hood, stole from the rich and gave to the poor over there. We're going to take that three hundred dollars, and here's my idea, Jim. You tell me where I'm wrong. We're going to take one hundred of those dollars, and we're going to put it into a Roth IRA, and then we're going to take another hundred dollars, and we're going to set it aside for th- some of the costs of the wedding. It's it's a small bite, but it's a bite. And then we're going to take that last $100, and we're going to take Brett's fiance out to a, a not, you know, the nicest dinner in the world, but a nice dinner, <laughs> well, and uh, maybe there will be enough change left over for some drinks. Well, it's funny that you say that, because you stole my thunder just a hair, okay? <laughs> and, and this is
1: this is the downfall to when you're not living in my head to know the direction I'm going. Oh, my goodness. But you're right. That's exactly what I do. See, when I sit down and I work with young families, and I work with basically anybody, one of the things I talk about is you've got not a focus on the destination that destination can be retirement that destination could be saving money for a trip that destination could be college I don't care what it is you have a destination and you work towards it and you do all the things you have to do sometimes you miss the enjoyment of the journey right so it's easy to save money in an account for retirement it's easy to save money into an account for say you know maybe it's a new car maybe it's whatever it whatever you want to do on the non retirement side but the one thing that most people miss is enjoying the journey and what i do when i sit down and talk to people i talk about date nights every single client that i talk to i talk about having a couple hundred dollars maybe it's 50 if you're a young couple i remember michelle and i our date night money was 50 dollars a month right you want to make sure that you're enjoying yourself today. Now see too many folks get out there and scream. Pay off your debt. Accumulate wealth. But here's the sad truth. If you hate everything about what you're doing and it's not enjoyable, what's the odds that you're going to continue to do it? Next to none, right? Mm. So you want to enjoy yourself. One of the things I would say to you and Jerry, we do it every time I come up there to Georgia. Even when you were doing all the hard work, we made sure that you were going out having a good time. We ate tacos every time I get in front of you. We uh. go to the same place. We enjoyed Enjoy it. And the key here is, is you have to have balance. Every single one of these steps are important. There's nothing here that I haven't already said to somebody before, or they haven't read about, or they didn't know about. What's important is to understand why today has to be the day that you've had enough. See, Jerry didn't get to where he was because he kept hoping and wishing that he could get to where he wants to be. Instead, one day he was fed up with, he said, Jim, after we get done recording, would you mind giving me about 15 minutes? I need your help with something. Do you understand how profound and powerful that question was for you, Jerry? Think about this. This is what changed your life, and I want our listeners to understand that this is when greatness happens, is when you finally say, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was sick and tired of robbing Peter to pay Paul. I was sick and tired of worrying what my next payment was going to be on my credit card because we just had to add a washing machine to it. I was sick and tired of that constant worrying about money now next month and the only way that we fixed that was to be sick and tired and wake up and work our butts off to get out of debt that is what we have to do but don't forget that you've got to find balance in your life you've got to enjoy it, you've got to smile through it, sometimes you got to smile through the pain but the end result is if you want to become a wise steward of your money understand something, there's a few things you're going to need you're going to need to make a decision and stick with that decision, you're going to need to find a support team that's going to be behind you and cheer you along the way and last but not least know that you will fail and you will have to restart because nothing easy happens the first time through but if if you go out and you bust it and you do everything you can, you're well on your march to financial independence.
0: Well, that about wraps it up for this week on the Becoming a Better Financial You in 2021 series that we're doing this week becoming a wise steward of your money and remember you want to be in that second category of people as often as possible learn from other people's mistakes and apply it to your own life if you missed any of the other podcasts that we've done on this topic you can certainly go back in the feed make sure you're subscribed Financial Straight Talk. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We mentioned some other offers earlier in the show. Go online to yourwfg.com right now for the Riskalyze process, or you can give us a call. Pam is standing by to take your call today. 321-414-7526 is the phone number. It spells out 321-414-PLAN. Let's get that plan started today and take some action. Also have to quickly mention our upcoming Financial Straight Talk workshops, Baby Boomer Basics. That's February 17th and 18th over at Pizza Gallery in Melbourne at the Avenues. They start at 6:30 p.m. and seating is limited, so make sure you secure your seat today. 321-414-7526. Jim, that's about all the time that we have for this week. I'm always happy to be a part of the show for now. Oh, And, of course, Brett, big shout-out to Brett Barney. Thanks for being in the room with us and uh, playing along this week. For now, Jim, we give you the last word.
1: Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, every week I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you. I know there are tons of resources that you have to get financial information, and we are just honored that we're one of those sources for you. So if there's anything that we can do for you, don't hesitate. Reach out and ask that question, and we'll do the best job we can to answer it. But on behalf of myself, Mr. Jerry Payne and Mr. Brett Barney, I want to thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk.
0: Fox is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 2434449.